Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. At the UPS Store, we know things can get busy this upcoming holiday. You can count on us to be open and ready to help with any packing and shipping or anything else you might need. Is there anything you can't do? Um, actually, I don't have a good singing voice. <clears throat> the UPS... Nope. But our certified packing experts can pack and ship just about anything. At least that's good. The UPS Store. Be unstoppable. Most locations are independently owned. Product services, pricing, and hours of operation may vary. See center for details. Come in today to get your holiday goodies there on time. Welcome to the Get Fit Guys. Quick and dirty tips to get moving and shape up. My name is Brock Armstrong, and I'm the Get Fit Guy. A study titled The Acute Effects of the COVID-19 Pandemic on Physical Activity and Sedentary Behavior in University Students and Employees was recently published in the International Journal of Exercise Science, and it highlighted the need for more daily movement, or what I like to call exercise or movement snacks. Now, more than ever, because of the COVID-19 pandemic, most universities across the world transitioned from face-to-face classes to remote learning, closed campuses, and sent their students home. Such changes, coupled with the physical distancing guidelines and various levels of quarantine, have altered social interactions and limited our access to fitness facilities, studios, and gyms. And it's not just university students either. Younger children have had a more sedentary time during the pandemic as well. In fact, the CBC, the Canadian Broadcasting Corporation, reports that just 5% of Canadian children met basic physical activity guidelines early on in the pandemic. And another study on older adults called the COVID-19 pandemic and physical activity reported, and I quote, Unfortunately, modern lifestyle behaviors promote physical inactivity and sedentariness. These poor lifestyle behaviors are intensified by social distancing and self-imposed or government-mandated quarantine measures intended to reduce COVID-19 spread. Now, in case you didn't guess, and I know I probably don't need to even say this, but I think this is a big problem. Both social interaction and access to exercise facilities promote physical activity, and despite my constant nagging, many people still are of the mind that a gym, club, or studio is the best and perhaps the only way to get physical movement into your day. And worse yet, that once you've checked that off of your to-do list, you are free to loaf about for the remainder of the day. Now, if you've been following me for any amount of time, you know that I believe that first and foremost, we must live an active lifestyle, and dedicated exercise time can take a back seat. Well, the past few months have made it even more evident than ever that more of us need to adopt this philosophy. 
Now, recently, a group of Kent State University researchers took a close look at the impact of these pandemic-related changes on overall physical activity and daily sedentary behavior. The researchers looked specifically at the amount of sitting and the amount of exercise that is now being done across the university population. Now, to get to the bottom of this issue, the researchers did a survey version of a before and after comparison. Based on the reports from their participants, they found that the students and staff were sitting for nearly eight hours more per week after they transitioned from face-to-face classes to a more remote learning. The researchers also looked at changes in other physical activity, with some surprising and somewhat vexing results. And what I mean by that is that the volunteer participants who were not highly active before the pandemic actually increased their overall physical activity after the closure of the campuses. But the participants who were previously very active before the pandemic experienced an overall decrease in their physical activity during the pandemic. Now, if you're like me, you're likely thinking, wait, what? And you wouldn't be wrong to be confused. At first, this seems like a very confusing paradox. Health and Human Services professor Jacob Bartley, PhD, told Science Daily, and I quote, It appears that participants who were most physically active before the pandemic may have been the most negatively affected. Now, Dr. Barkley went on to explain that the fit folks who were more accustomed to using the fitness facilities were at loose ends when the gyms were suddenly closed when the pandemic hit. Which makes sense. Personally, I received many panicked emails and messages on social media asking me to create more at-home workout videos to help these unfortunate gym-reliant people maintain some level of fitness sanity. But the results from the participants who were less active before the pandemic were more surprising and confusing. Um, Dr. Barkley and his team speculate that factors like the elimination of the daily commute left these folks with more time in their day for physical activity, and perhaps being cooped up at home all day every day actually prompted them to go out and about more often. The researchers also highlighted that the overall increase in sitting by over one hour per day is perhaps even more concerning due to the fact that sitting is associated with a whole bunch of health risks, including cardiovascular disease, diabetes, high blood pressure, high blood sugar, excess body fat around the waist, abnormal cholesterol levels, and even an increased risk of certain types of cancer. Now, Science Daily reports that the researchers suggest that while many people experienced and may continue to experience challenging pandemic-related changes to their daily routines, it is important that we all work to maintain positive health behaviors despite these challenges. Now, the Kent State researchers recommended the following. Number one, try to minimize sitting for extended periods of time and when possible, add in some exercise at home or outside. Number two, for those who are still working or taking classes remotely, try incorporating a standing desk into your routine and or plan breaks where you get up and you move away from your computer. And number three, breaking up your sedentary activity by adding some physical activity will not only benefit your physical health, it can improve your cognition, productivity, and reduce stress. 
The researchers concluded, and I quote, There are likely lots of us that could use some stress relief right now, and getting up and moving can provide just that. Now, for those of you who just heard me read these researchers' recommendations and are thinking, okay, so how the heck do we do that? Well, here are a few of my favorite movement snacks that you can pepper into your day. Starting with my morning warm-up routine. You know, pretty much every morning, the first thing I do is my full-body warm-up routine. I start with my feet and my ankles, then I move up to my knees, my hips, my lower back, my mid-back, then my shoulders, arms, neck, and even my face. Many of us carry a lot of tension in our face muscles. Now, I find that not only does this morning routine help me get ready for my day, but it also helps me set the intention of being an active and mobile person for the remainder of the day. Sort of like a humans in motion, stay in motion kind of idea. And I'll put the video of me demonstrating my morning routine into the show notes over at quickanddirtytips.com slash getfitguy. And my next tip is to include some dynamic work areas. And yes, this is not specifically a movement snack, but as we all evolve our home offices into um, less ramshackle and a more permanent fixture, I want to encourage you to think more dynamically. Yes, I am that guy who got a standing desk way back in 2010, and at first I was super hardcore about it only sitting down when there was no other choice, but then I realized that swapping one static position, which is sitting still, for another static position, which was standing still, well, that's not quite the answer to the sedentary question that I was trying to solve. So, my work life now is spent moving through different locations, different surfaces, levels, and areas of my home and my office. And because I have a chin-up bar in my office doorway, I can even swing and dangle from time to time. So, to combat this increased amount of sitting, I encourage you to sit, stand, kneel, squat, dangle, and pace throughout the day. And I'll put a video of my dynamic workstation into the show notes again at quickanddirtytips.com slash getfitguy. Now this next one is a great movement snack, and it's called Hip Hinges. The Journal of Strength and Conditioning Research has written about how beneficial this thing called a hip hinge is. And to do a hip hinge, you just bend forward at the waist, and then you reverse your position and push your hips forward. And you just keep doing that back and forth with or without your arms. You can do it with just your body weight only, or if you want bonus points, you can use a little kettlebell or just a bag or a backpack to do the hip hinge movement called a kettlebell swing. Now, whether you do the regular body weight hip hinge or you do the kettlebell swing, I suggest that you set a goal for yourself of doing at least 10 at a few points during the day. That's it. And keep in mind that it will only take you about a minute to do 30, so this will not put a big time dent in your day. And again, I'll put a video demonstrating how to do this in the show notes at quickanddirtytips.com slash getfitguy. Now, here is one of my favorite movement snacks, and it is just simply going for a walk. As far as getting some full body and weight-bearing movement into your life while also being able to get stuff done, well, nothing beats going for a walk. 
After all, it is a superfood because it can help you maintain mobility, de-stress your mind, lower your blood pressure, and reduce your risk of a bunch of chronic diseases. Walking truly is one of the simplest activities that you can do to boost your health and well-being. And here's a pro tip. If you want to take it up a notch, add some weight by carrying a bag or a backpack. That way you can get your movement snack done while also completing the task of, say, buying your groceries. And I'll put another video in the show notes all about that. And my next movement snack suggestion is just to use the stairs. I previously wrote about how the University of Georgia discovered that walking up and down a flight of stairs for about 10 minutes actually gives you a more effective boost of energy than chugging 50 milligrams of caffeine, which is the average amount of caffeine found in a cup of coffee. Not only that, but taking the stairs a few times per day serves as a great movement snack. And here's a pro tip, you can also do a step-up workout where you alternate legs stepping up and down with or without some fancy Fred Astaire moves thrown in. And this can be an excellent alternative if you don't have many stairs nearby or you just want to do something more fun than just doing repeats of your office building's fire escape. And again, I'll put a video in the show notes. And the next thing is the five key exercises. You know, the five key exercises that I would love to see all of us modern convenience-loving, chair-dwelling, workaday grumblers incorporate into our lives are number one, push-ups, number two, pull-ups, number three, squats, number four, planks, and number five, rotations. Now, for the purpose of using these as a movement snack, you can simply do each one of these five exercises to failure. And that's the term for when you just can't do another rep without falling on your face. Or you could set a timer and do 30 seconds of each exercise. Any way you slice it, this is a movement snack that will hit all of your exercise targets. And I'll put a video in the show notes. Don't worry. And my next idea to get some movement snacks into your day is to use your TV time as movement time. You know, it doesn't have to be any more complicated than using some double-sided carpet tape to stick your remote control back onto the TV where it belongs. You know, in many ways, I see the invention of the TV remote control as the beginning of the end for healthy movement. I mean, let's face it, we're literally sitting on our butts watching TV and we still can't be bothered to get up and change the channel every 30 or 60 minutes. Come on, we're better than that. Now, also, during your TV time, you can use commercial breaks as a cue to get up and move. I mean, we all hate being advertised to anyway, so why not get up and leave the room? And my final piece of advice for TV time is to put a yoga mat or a yoga mat-like rug between you and the TV. That way you can spend some of your time watching TV sitting on the floor, stretching, moving, and getting your body into some underused geometry. This will contribute to your mobility rather than lowering it. And our mobility really is a case of use it or lose it. So let's use TV time to use it. And my final piece of movement snack advice is to use some bedtime stretching. In my podcast episode and article about how bedtime yoga can help you sleep better, I did a deep dive into how beneficial even just some simple stretching before bed can be. 
And an added bonus is that when you spend 15 or 20 minutes focusing on your body and your breath, well, you're not spending that 15 or 20 minutes focusing on the news, work email, or social media. And as we know, these activities and the devices we view them on have been shown to disrupt your sleep and your overall mood. All right, these are just a few examples, but I hope they have served to spark your creativity so that you can come up with your own specific ways that you can get some movement snacks into your day. Now, just make sure that you don't overcomplicate it, and you will be fine. Remember that consistency beats difficulty every time. Thanks for listening. Get Fit Guy is written, narrated, and produced by me, Brock Armstrong, with editorial support from Karen Hertzberg. Our audience development and marketing coordinator here at Quick and Dirty Tips is Morgan Ratner. Our digital ad operations coordinator is Michelle Margulis. Our digital associate is Emily Miller. And our vice president and fearless leader is Kathy Doyle. Now, if you enjoy this podcast, you may also enjoy a podcast that I do called Change Academy, and I co-host that show with my friend and fellow Quick and Dirty Tips podcaster, Monica Reinagel, also known as The Nutrition Diva. And you can find that show anywhere you find podcasts, or you can go to changeacademypodcast.com. Check that out. I think you'll enjoy it. Now, my name is Brock Armstrong. I'm the Get Fit Guy, asking you, what are you waiting for? Enjoy some movement snacks. Human nature can get a little messy, but nature nature is powerful enough to save us from ourselves. Seventh generation laundry detergent lifts away tough stains with a 97% bio-based formula. For when you think whipping up yellow curry chicken in white pants is a great idea, totally not speaking from experience. Let nature do its thing so you can feel confident doing yours. That's the power of 7th Generation. Find 7th Generation laundry detergent and fresh lavender and other scents at 7thGeneration.com. Hi, it's Martha Stewart. You know, I spend a lot of time thinking about dirt. At 3 a.m.? At all hours of the day, really. What people don't know is that not all dirt is the same. You need dirt with the right kind of nutrients. New miracle Grow organic raised bed and garden soil is so dense, so full of nutrient-rich, high-quality ingredients. miracle Grow is simply the best. 